0: Thank you to our three sponsors for supporting our podcast john russell's art caterers and milltown pies who offer fantastic catering services alexander grace law who provide modern and client-led legal services and SVE furnishings who offer high quality furnishings and electrical items at fantastic prices
1: back to having a bit of fun and a, a bit of crack so uh, matt marquis we can talk about the you know the good times and the cricket you've played you've you've played you know, a number of first-team games. You've taken, I don't know, seven or eight wickets. How many of those can you remember? How many of those players can you remember that you've got out in the first team?
2: I remember my debut, Jez, because me and you at bowling. I
3: swear
1: uh, Well,
2: I probably remember most at because there's not that many of them, is there, really? I don't you know. you
3: made your debut against Matt? As a,
2: as At All right, OK. Um, I think um, Posh Pete Maudsley might have made his debut the same day as well. And um, me and Jazz up bowling, and Ingerman Knowles put on a record opening stand. <laughs> I
4: think
2: it was like, about 190 odd. Jesus. <laughs> <That's not ridiculous>.
3: <laughs> 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 Have you seen the scorecard?
2: But, but I, I, sorry, I think I, I bowled reasonably well that day.
0: <laughs> yes, you did. Matt, Marcus's figures were 11 overs, none for 36. On. Hold on, Joe. I will get to you, Joe, don't worry. Um, Jez Hope, 12 overs, none for 90. Ouch. Jeez. There's been a few That's of them, Joe not you know why Joe's going to be quick here? Because Joe got five for dinner later.
2: He did. He,
0: did. He, got all <laughs> the, he got all the wickets. He took five for 44 off six
5: overs, and he got all the wickets. Me
2: and Jez can hardly walk after him, Joe and <laughs> <haven't they?
5: laughs> Yes, there was one on the Blaze post- podcast where you got a bit of a panic, weren't there? Which one was that? It stolen away. yeah.
1: Yeah, Joe Martin keeps finding all those. He never finds, you know, <laughs> any when I get a couple of wickets. So so we've um, you've got nulls out there, I believe. No, that was the same game. Yeah, game after what I think I do remember about that game, I think it worked a little bit about the um, obviously
2: the pr is that it always sticks to me because of the, the type of facilities we had at the time as well, the practice facilities and the, the, the chances we got to ball. Obviously, we were just dragging a net onto a field then, weren't we, back in the days? Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, hoping it stayed together and hoping, like, not rung didn't fall off. And you're, when you were batting, if somebody hit it too hard, yeah. and uh, we've been, in,
5: we've been for wickets,
2: but at <laughs> ball, Chippy was Chippy with the wicket keeper, and uh, he, he he didn't know that I swung ball away because he. He'd never seen me bowl properly before, and it just showed how often people were seeing each other it next and stuff like that. It just showed the difference to what to like the, the standard of mm-hmm. the, the practice that there is now. Um, but yeah, that game, and then I think in bar after McIngham spoke to me, and I probably bowled quicker than cause I, th- I probably thought I had to. I probably bowled quicker than I want to normally bowl because I, I bent me back a bit because I thought I, I had to. I just felt like I had to. And McIngham, I remember saying after me, Ball was swinging away like so if you can get on to knit back you probably yeah. you probably um uh, cause people a lot of trouble and then I yeah. don't know if it was I don't know if we played him again the week after. It was it was very soon it was very soon after and I got um Ingham and Knowles with the, fir- the first two wickets, Ingham bowled and then Knowles were the caught.
1: Brilliant.
2: and, and really Ingham and, and Ball we won the nip back at him. I don't think I meant to ball it, it just
1: happened, it hit, something, it hit something like, like a ridge or something like that, and it snipped back and ball Well, he told you to try and bowl it, didn't he? What date was yeah. that, Joe, you know, Mark? Um, the
0: second game that Matt talked about was the 5th of July 2003. Um, good figures all round that day, Jez, can I add?
1: I'm not bothered, Joe, I'm not bothered, you just keep ticking the piss. Who was our pro? I don't know. Ryan had gone home, so I know
2: Marcus North prod a few times that year, didn't he? Quite
0: interesting actually, uh Matt Stanley. Was Siddiqui was there I might be pronouncing that incorrectly, part uh, pardon my ignorance. Um but um Siddiqui prod for us that day and the other and the and on Matt's debut he prod for Haslinden. That be the fellow know. who was at Paddyham? Is it yeah, I think so. Yeah. I who, Siddiqui, was that, yeah. who
1: was yeah. our pro for the, the debut
2: game, Joe?
0: Um Jonathan Bukes.
3: Jonathan Bukes, yeah, I remember him. Very so strong I jaw.
2: I, I got, I got my chance that that year really, because Ryan had gone. Oh, I'm anti-injured, um, and then obviously the more more ball in the side, and that's when I got my got my do really. And then we had all sorts of different pros. I, I, I remember Marcus North bit. Is it Clinton Perrin as well? We had um, yeah. yeah that game. I think at Nelson when Jez told me off. That, that's one day Jez. You t- you told me off when I was feeling because you said I would run too fast. <laughs> so what do me you off, mean? He told me off of running up, running up ball too fast. <laughs> were I be being serious? So would I, you would I know be, you were being serious. He told me off because he said you bumped too fast at ball. Slow
3: down. What? What? Had you fielding it or something and he were telling you to slow down on.
2: Probably, yeah. It probably won the last like, spun of the way. I think it was a game when. I think. i was always met some Me and you, Joe, were playing and we were fielding. At the motorway side, and some were really low, we couldn't see anything at all. And every time the ball went up in air, anyway, everyone just had to shout to us where we're we were going because we were just stood there taking direction from everyone else.
5: Just a quick story about Kashif Sadiq um, that we'll probably have to cut out for uh, legal reasons. But when you know, when Hockey got injured that night in the T20, and I put a May Day call out to every agent in the, in the world about have we got a pro that we can have for the Saturday game. Uh, We've played great hard, I think, on the Saturday, didn't we? So I put this May Day call out, we need a pro. And I got a message saying that Kashi Sadiq was visiting his family in Nelson. So, And I got given a number for him. So I messaged him and he said, yeah, I'm available, um, but I've got to get some kit off a fella in Birmingham. Um, bear in mind, this is Saturday morning and we're starting at about one o'clock. And then when I googled him, it turns out he has an ICC Bam. So <laughs> I just had to say, text him
1: back, say, sorry, Cash, we can't do it today, pal. <laughs> I'll tell you, Joe, Joe Barton, have you still got some of those scorecards up? Because I do remember a game, I, mine's not loading up, where we were Aslund and away. And there, there was this pro, there was a sub-pro that we didn't know. And he didn't speak much English and he didn't know much about what was going on. And we were getting close to beating Aslinder. and I've gone into bat, and I think about second ball, I've hit a six, and we only need about eighteen, something like that. I don't know if it's this game, and then yeah. Joe Butcher runs me out. Is that? <laughs> yeah, that's the same. That's the same game with the same pro. Yeah, Joe, I've hit six. I think Come on, I'm on here. I'm going to win this, and then Joe hits one. I think to you know, like he does. It looks like he's hitting it over mid-on. It goes to extra cover. <laughs> we run one. Joe turns blind. It's easy too. I've run correctly. Facing right hand down. Looking at the ball. Turned around. Let's go again. And he shouts no. And I'm run out by half a pitch. And then we've got bowled out, I think.
3: Yeah. eight.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Right.
3: I've got... Right. Jez, how old are you now? 69. How can you remember <laughs> that in such great detail? From what, 2003?
1: No way I'm having that. There's things stick with you, you never leave you. So anyway, Matt, so you've, you know, you've got, you know, what, what great victims um, they are. You know, you've got them two out and 28 for two and you've got the first two wickets. Can you remember any of the others?
2: Four for, I got four for against uh, Rishton. Right. At oh. I remember one game against Accrington. I can't remember who their prize was. It was from a called Seymour. An Andre
3: Seymour, yeah, yeah.
2: And it was—I can picture the umpire as well, but I can't remember his name. And i will bowling from park End. and it was literally f- first to second over, and there hardly anybody on game by that point. And it went, yeah. it, it went, they went. Nobody on it were it were a crap. They were really early doors, and one stared. It was like ankle high, it just—it didn't bounce. It hit him right in front. I think umpire thought I'm not giving pro in. I remember you and Matt going absolutely mad at him because it was one that were absolutely stoners against Argentina at home. I remember I remember that one. That probably would have been only got out as well. But then uh, I remember a four for against, um, Rishden, because I remember um, Finchie were playing and he had a broken finger, or like a broken fingernail or something, um, and it, so, it, so he could only field with one hand. <laughs> it were it, it were ridiculous. It were absolutely it were ridiculous. So his fielding uh, uh, at mid-on quite wideish, and this batter skies one. And one of them, oh it's got real dude, it. it's got do it. and then I looked and I thought shit, it's fincher. And he caught it, it, it can only be descri- described like Greg Brown-esque, <laughs> one handed like in a lun- in like a lunge kind of person. so he saw, <laughs> saw that he didn't damage his broken fingernail. Did he hold it? <laughs> yeah, he held it. Luckily for him, so I was about to boot him up. Ass if he have dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> that,
1: yeah, that yeah you good. got. Yeah, Paul Paul Waller, Jonathan Dobson, Sean Wise, and um, Matthew. <laughs> Lezard. Leth- yeah. Yeah. it. Yeah. Went
2: to college with him as well, so a good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's, um, you know, so you're playing first team, you know, you're getting some good uh, good victims there. So, Joe Martin, have you anything about Joe, uh, Matt's uh, cricket and career?
0: So a lot of the people that played in Matt's era were captained by my uncle. <laughs> um, and I I always ask, what were your um, uh, memories of being captained by Shez? Uh,
2: uh... <laughs> <laughs> they were interesting. I don't think it... No disrespect, sir. I don't think it molded me much as a, cricket, as a cricketer. <laughs> it was yep, sure. good. It was good. It good fun. I think we that that was the era when we were at our um, knobbishness was like a like a great level. It was when we were just probably probably started drinking. Um, we were turning up probably worse for wear majority of time. And we were just hard work. And you know what Chez is like when people start to put the pressure on a bit. Words just blend all into one and it just becomes a mishmash of like mumbling and different words. Which in turn in turn, then stops us off all off taking piss even more. Which just, it just descended into chaos most of the time. I should imagine looking back, we were probably really up. Really, we were horrible and we weren't I know we talked about it before about um, when we were playing cricket we all wanted to we all wanted to win and we all wanted to win for Lawrence we all did it for the reasons. But we were dicks as well. <laughs> we were just- well
3: we you've only mentioned there were six of us, working there, in a group? And if you, and we were all obviously at that age where, you know, we wanted to be taking the piss out of everybody all the time. So it can't have been easy for Shez. But I'm not having that we were the first group. I mean, Jez coined as the Rugrats, but there must have been other groups like that going back down the years, Jez. So I'm thinking about your brother, Matt, and Simon, and Proc, and Paul Stanley. They'd have been they'd have been hard work in their group. And then going back even further than that, when you were coming through with um, Jack Salkeld, Wally Monk, uh, Spink Spinner, you must have all been hard work <laughs> as well, <laughs> surely. <laughs> sure. <laughs> K- and
5: Abel. Think, Yeah. I think two things with that, Joe. I think the difference with us was we were all so close together, weren't we, in age? We basically all came in one big lump straight away. And we were all there at the same time. We were all very close as as friends outside of the actual cricket, weren't we? So that's why we were probably just slightly different than some of the others. But I heard Shez's podcast where he said about, Eric said about throwing it into the wicket keeper every time. <laughs> because because he'd seen it on TV. Now, it, all best intentions and everything, and I know he took the piss out of me for it on, on that podcast, but it was the most ridiculous idea that anyone had ever come to in a second-team game. Two reasons. None of us could particularly throw it straight, especially if we were fielding first, because we were all still pissed. And secondly, we didn't have a wicketkeeper keeper who could catch half the time, did we? Unless Iggy was wicketkeeping, keeping we literally had nobody who could catch it. So it was just you'd have you'd have some kids still behind the stumps and us peppering balls at him and it was just ridiculous that. Well that was Sher.
2: I think Sha's I think Shez got, got an odd time off us, but I think I think Pete Gaynor probably got possibly got it worse.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, just I just because like I say we, we, we were we were knobs and She's were more probably aggressive in his manner of dealing with us, whereas Pete Gainer were more mild mannered. And uh, that just descended to chaos. And total points where he absolutely lost his shit with us, and that just made it funnier.
5: Although well, um, another lunatic arrived by that point. pinky arrived by that point, didn't it? And yeah. he was daft as a brush, were not
2: he? Yeah. Dave Kropinski. Well, you might have heard these tales before, but there's a couple of tales. When I mean, there were one at um, Ramsbottom. We were playing then, Joe. That game at Ramsbottom and Stanley. And yeah. it was like a, sun- a Sunday morning. He ran the Ramsbottom changing rooms. They have that long table that runs down the length of the um away dressing. That that table that seemed to get shorter and shorter by, by year, like they take a little bit off every year, didn't they? And um so Pete Gaynor's is there reading his reading his broadsheet on a Sunday morning, um, being all sophisticated. And I think there were a bit of rain about, it, so we've all decided we're gonna have a game of cricket in of rooms. And Pete sat at the side reading his paper, oblivious to what's going on. I think Charlie were batting with a collection box. Johnny Russell bouncing it off the table and um, tries to bounce him and Charlie hooks it and it goes straight through the middle of paper and smashes Pete Gaynor out right in his moustache to like absolute hysterics <laughs> of everybody. And everybody start everybody, Starts leaving the dressing room one by one, g- giggling but trying not to burst out in full on laughter. So we all we all end up outside the dressing room, absolutely pissing his pants. At which point, at which point, Pete Gaynor walks out of the dressing room. So everyone walks back in the dressing room one by one and absolutely pissing themselves. Cause Charlie just nearly knocked his mustache off. Yeah, and, you and then you mentioned Pinky as well, say, didn't you? Yeah. When that, when. Uh, Back in the days when we didn't have any roll on covers or anything like that, he had to go down to the uh, groundsman's up and get Joe Mangle out and get the, the wheelbarrow. Back, put all the covers on the wheelbarrow. So Pinky, being a couple of years younger than us, is dead key, runs down, <laughs> runs down to the uh, groundsman's up, grabs the wheelbarrow, and it's pissing down at this point. So we need to get the covers on quickly. So Pinky sets off running as fast as he can with this wheelbarrow full of covers, only for. Uh, caught him to think it's a great idea just to flick his heels as he runs run past him <laughs> so, he, he, so he flicks his heels and Pinky goes full on, full on superman but this I don't know how it managed to but wheelbarrow dragged him for about 10 foot and plus as well it was wet so he's sliding as well so we are all in hysterics. Pete Gain has seen this and he comes bolting over marching over to us and he just I don't know what he was thinking in say like like we just said you know what are you doing but he just turned to me and he says that's It's how people die. I I challenge you to find anyone who's died. It's (laughs) just (laughs) a (laughs) wheelbarrow full of covers, but that obviously made it worse. It set us all off in hysterics. (laughs) The covers back in number 10 minutes probably got put on so quick it was soaking. The game got called
1: off. I think
0: think it's really important, Matt, that you mentioned uh, a collection box
1: then. Matt, Matt, all I would say is, Joe's trying to goad you here. What I would say is, the net is closing in. What I've done, Jess, <laughs> what I've done, I've, I've
2: been on to my legal representatives during the week. And okay. um, I, I've, pre- I've prepared quite a lengthy, um, a lengthy statement. Oh, that's after a which, After which, after which, when I've read it, I'm going to uh, choose to answer no comments to all questions
3: <laughs> that I'm asked. Is it is it worth recapping what the um what the
4: incident was well Jez Jez went through a phase of 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 wanting old pile on's <laughs> in the bottom <laughs> the bottom half of the club <laughs> so on, on the dance floor when when Jez called old pile on you had to get on the dance floor and have a, as many as you could of an old pile on as as the pile sort of like dismantles Jesse's sort of like on the floor bleeding profusely from a head wound there was Todd Marin's tin uh, collection box <laughs> in in and around the all pile on with a, with a with a patch of blood and a patch of skin on it to this day nobody in the second team apart from Apart from one or two sort of people who've who've said it's not me, Joe Beneducci, I've never actually found out who hit Jez with the Toddman second team collection box.
3: If you were if honest John were uh, pricing, pricing it up, how how do you think he how do you think the book would look?
1: So it would go along the lines of Matt Stansfield twenty five to one. It wouldn't have been Matt Stanley' he'd have miss you. <laughs> <laughs> he would have just been running to do all pile on. He'd have missed it. Joe Bonaduce would have been an outsider, I think, because I think he had more about him. I don't think he would have been so underhand. So he would have been about have been eight. A <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he would have been about eight. Johnny Russell, I don't think he would have done that. Johnny Russell was more fun-loving. So Johnny would have been sixes. Charlie was always a fitness fanatic but possibly wouldn't have thought about it so he'd have been five so we're down to uh matt marquis and gav uh probably matt marquis at five to two and we'd look at probably gav at two to one if not a bit shorter
4: ooh, ooh, ooh.
1: So can that- i
3: have a tenner on marquis <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so that's that's the allegation. And are you are you sticking with no comment for now, Matt? i just no. Well, I'll do. I just like
2: to read this uh, read this statement that I that I prepared uh, prior to this. If you don't mind, go on
3: then. <coughs>
2: <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> 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 It took,
1: me, it took me a while. It took me a while to write. <laughs> no doubt it did, Matt, and I've no doubt you got some help from some solicitor somewhere. I did. I, I mean, I know we've got Blazer's just talked about and he's described what happened. What? So you have got some some insight into it, Matt, and obviously you were there. Just tell us what your recollection of it, starting from Todd away. Just tell us. I don't remember the, I don't remember the game. Obviously, the, it's. No doubt, been uh, embellished
2: over the years. as This talent because I think it gets retold every every year. I mean, I can't even. What, what year were it? What, what year were you were saying it were?
5: It had been ninety-seven, ninety-eight. Yeah. And Joe, I don't know if you if you can have a look at scorecards, but I've got a funny feeling it was the first bank holiday of the uh,
3: the season. I think Jez had got some wickets.
1: Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think so.
3: But we we we
2: we, we played away. And, were you driving then, Stanley? Did you drive straight
5: away? Um, yeah, I did pretty much, but I don't know if I were driving then.
2: I don't think any of us would have been oh, driving, no. so we'd have, we would have probably had a couple of pints there, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then come. Emma, I think
1: if, if you give your own account and don't rely on others to help you, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tod
2: away. To be honest, all I remember is the old part ones, yes. And then, Matt, uh, Matt, can Matt, I just stop you getting there, please? I think, I, I think your,
1: your interview's becoming oppressive. <laughs> when you keep saying, to be honest, I think you should, you should be on. <laughs> um,
0: Jez, just to interject there about the game, an absolutely marvellous performance by yourself of 21 overs, 6 for 70. Thank you.
3: Well, well then then 21 th- overs.
0: <laughs> I, know, I mean, that, how the hell you were still walking, I don't know.
1: And then <laughs> a six-inch six long half an inch deep oh. cut above my eye oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh right <yeah>. my, <laughs> so my, go my, with my
2: that, recollection then. <laughs> though I know I know we said the old parlance used to be on the dance floor but my recollection is this was in the back room the old parlance
5: for this mm. hey that's, that's new evidence Jez I don't think it was I, th- I think it was on the dance that floor in,
2: it, my recollection was in, that it was in the back room that
5: must have been when he missed you Jez yeah
1: yeah that's probably his, uh, his practice goal <laughs> it was in front of the, the toilets, the ladies' toilets on the carpet there just before the dance floor. So go on, just talk about the game. So what's happened at Todd and, and you you've 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 come I back. I don't
2: remember I don't
1: remember anything about the game.
5: Hocking Fourth hell. of May nineteen ninety seven, Matt. It was. Oh,
2: sorry. I'm
5: on a I'm on a different year. Well Jess got six for fifty five. Oh, did he? You got six for seventy a year after Jess, so well bowled.
1: Okay.
5: Probably your Angie.
2: Yeah,
5: I remember. It was, that that year. It was definitely that because.
2: Don't we talk about that year after Jazz, as well?
5: <laughs> yeah, you can do later. Do you know? Do you know what the novel thing was about the collection box and the, the reason why we brought it back with us? Go on. You couldn't get your money out of it. It was <laughs> brand new, and it had. It was all pieced together. We a slot in the top. But it was all nailed together, so there's no way to actually get your money out of the collection box. Whose collection was it? I don't think we got I think we just nicked it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anyone got a collection, and I'm assuming it was about the second or third game of the season, so no one had spotted this design floor, because at that point, no one had had a collection. So We need we we to, need to try and get
3: hold of the of the scorebook from that second team game. Joe Martin is a, a, a uh, project for you. See if you can get the score, the second eleven scorebook.
2: We could, also do, we could also do with finding that, that evidence to was... see what's happened with it. <laughs> it might have been, it might have been shoved up the tree with Curry's gear. I bet I, you know what. I bet it's the same night that. Because that was a bank holiday no, night. I can tell you, I can tell you a story about that night as well, if you want.
3: Go on, then tell us.
2: Well, you were part of it. You don't remember this when. Um, <laughs> If it was a bank call, it will be the same night, but I mean, it was pissing down, weren't it?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do know. I do know. And, this is, why, this,
2: is, and this is why I think, again, the, thing, the finger of blame gets pointed towards me and Beneducci for, for Corey's gear as well. Because we were sat in the clubhouse, as we did in them days on bank calls, probably about two in the morning, and it's absolutely bouncing down. And Payne bet me and Joe Beneduce that we wouldn't streak race across the cricket field it was a great idea at the time so we set we, we went into the changing rooms and took all our clothes off and then we set off racing and i mean I know there's only one winner there in there in a race between me and benedict even though he were about six stone lighter then. <laughs> and we set off running and what i remember is just just before we got back to changing rooms Joe one of them proper comedy slips. <laughs> your feet, when your feet go, your feet come right from under you and you're like hovering air for a, for a few seconds and flat you on your back. So he flies up, he flies up in air. So I stood there dangerously so bent double, naked, laughing me head off. And then we and then we had to go off for showers off to two in the morning. So then the next morning, obviously, Curry turns up and thinks Chippy's hanging in a tree. And starts whacking a stump on his hand, threatening to kill us all. Yeah, it did. It did.
1: Uh, so that went down to you two.
2: No, <laughs> we, were, we were too busy. We we're too busy showering together. <laughs> <laughs> At half to it morning.
3: <laughs> I wish I had done Corey's gear, Jez, but I didn't.
2: I wish I had. After he spoke to me all season. All right. <laughs>
1: Yeah, interesting <laughs> scorecard, aren't you? Right, Stanley. it was. It was Bank Holiday, uh, Name Bank Holiday as well. Yeah, that's why we're all, uh, in, in high spirits, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we <a> day off. <laughs> that's what most sc- scorecards look like. Joe Martin throughout that year, it's quite but the um, Todd's pro on that day was Hansi Cronje's brother, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, Franz, all right. was it? yeah, Fra- yeah, Franz. Frans. And, suspect, uh, I suspect. I suspect had a ten on us by the look of it. <laughs> <laughs> look at that scorecard. One one thirty-eight four one one five six nine two two one. So anyway, so um, around that time when you were getting in the first team, and all, the, any other stories and and join in, Duke and, and Matt Sani because you're all of that ilk. I've got I've got three names that I want
3: to throw at Matt, and he can choose to elaborate or not. Depending on how he's feeling um, Number one Malcolm on, oh, We called you Malcolm for about 10 years Why was that? Throw,
2: throw the three names first And then I'll decide which one I decide Which is safest to talk about
3: <laughs> Okay um, Number one Malcolm Number two Janice Battersbait, Number three Richard Kelly I'll
2: probably talk about it first two Probably safer <laughs> won't it I think <laughs> not, I don't not, know. It I'm depends
3: not... how far you go with one of them
2: I ain't got my dad to back me up with Thurman anymore, ever. <laughs> <laughs> the Mal, the Malcolm tale, the Malcolm tale comes from the uh, infamous party at the um, the Pains House when um, Richard was used as an Uber by Curry, and Curry decided to ring South Africa from. Uh, Maureen and Michael's landline, and then denied <laughs> it. Denied that he was the person that, that, that wrapped up the hundred pound phone bill, even though he was the only South African in the house <laughs> <laughs> at the time. And dragged Dudley, Dudley the goat round, and there were a couple of young ladies came back, and uh, one of Louise's mates um, obviously mistook my name for uh, Malcolm instead of Matthew, which. Ted Whittle carried on calling me for years and years <laughs> after that. And in fact, in fact, I, bumped, I I actually bumped into. I actually bumped into him a few weeks ago on walking over uh, Cloud Ridge, and he went, "All right, Mark." <laughs> 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 and that was like that nineteen ninety seven. That wasn't it. <laughs> and the, uh, the the Janice Battersby tale. It were when. Uh, when people, you probably weren't allowed to do it, but we used to regularly work at the bar, Just I mean, all of us did, didn't we? we used to work at the bar, but we used to work at the bar, it was like 16-year-olds and be left on our own to work at the bar, lock up, try and drink the fridge, yeah. um, <laughs> and, and the like. And we, I don't know, Joe, were, were we working with anybody else, or was it just us two?
3: There must have been, because it were bikers doing it, we're rammed, so there must there have been a, others
2: there. There, there were bikers doing it, all bikers are uh, camping as they do on the field. But we were getting towards the end of the night, and me and Joe, we, we would have been about 16, 17, and there were, there were a woman there, and she was an absolute <laughs> spit for Janice Battersby off Coronation Street, <laughs> but she took a bit of a shine to us, and I'm, but to both of us, and she was being quite suggestive when she would coming to a bar, and I don't know if she was with one at back at the time, or anything like that, but me and Joe thought it was hilarious. What was she back. saying, Matt? Matt, what was she saying? Something about, it you want to go for a ride on something? And I don't think she was talking about a motorbike, <laughs> awesome, yeah. But yeah, both of us. She probably could have handled both of us. Comfortably. So it would come to locking up time, and only me and Joe left. And, but she, so she was to around, edge of bar. Other bikers got wind of this. And uh, so as we're locked up, she's hanging right steps. And a couple of these other bikers took umbrage to him, weren't weren't made happy that she, like, we weren't two airy-arse bikers. We were just two young lads, like, clean shaven and everything. These bikers started getting a bit aggressive towards us Mm. and actually chased us off our own (laughs) ground. To the point where me and Joe ran away and then stood on wall on the Lower
1: House Lane giving him bees and showing his (laughs) arse. And you haven't done anything. You haven't actually done anything. Oh no, no we didn't get. We didn't no. get chance. These. Uh,
2: I'm, I'm sure. She <laughs> was, I'm sure she was well looked after by one of back. last after we went.
1: Were... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Brilliant, brilliant stories. Are the uh, Matt Stanny? Have you anything else to bring up? No. You, know, your, your pop, you pop industry and your career around that. No,
5: I don't. I don't think there's anything. Uh, anything around that, is there?
2: Oh, are just going to mention. The funny one about it. Stanley actually when me and Stanley worked bar, worked bar once and it was middle of winter and it was absolutely freezing cold and steps had frozen and it were treacherous. Like people were coming in and they were like there were there were like war injuries, people coming like falling down steps and all sorts. So somebody came to a bar and they said, Have you got any salt? <laughs> Have you got any salt? So Stanley went look looking behind the bar and he came, he came back and it was the tiniest little salt shake. you've ever seen in your life. And he tried to get
1: rid of that. He tried to get rid of that. <laughs> steps with a, with a pinch of salt. <laughs> 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 uh, we had
5: some great nights working that bar, didn't we? Oh, Remember yeah, that time when... Um, when Terry Small opened the window. Terry Small opened that window in my uh, bedroom. That were that classic. But when um, that time that um, we'd worked on a Saturday night and we went into Paddyham to Taj Gourmet for something to eat and we walked in, and there's a lady sat there on the seat in um, Taj Gourmet. She's covered in rice and curry. It's all on the wall behind her. She's absolutely covered head to toe in this stuff. There's poppadoms at the side of her and everything. So we walked in and looked and we went to the counter and the fellow behind the counter just went, domestic mate. <laughs> 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 so we bought 15 quids with a curry and thrown it at his wife. Fantastic. <laughs>
1: I mean, possibly a good time now, Matt, to talk about, you know, your granddad there. And if you want to mention anything about your dad, I know we, we dedicated the other one to him. But if you want to just mention a few words about that.
2: Yeah, no, no I appreciate that. Ne- neither of them were um, cricketers or anything like that. So I don't know where the, uh, the cricket side of it. I think my mum's dad might have played a bit of cricket, but nothing yeah. nothing uh, to write home about it. But no, just uh, a sporting background, really. Yeah. Um, and just instilling that um go out and play sport kind of thing and yeah the, the value I think the values that sport brings and uh, yeah. what it can what it can bring and obviously burn the rugby club through my dad having a big part of it and yeah. my granddad just with the like fitness side of everything and there's not yeah. a lot of people now when I go to our house and that I mean lads who are like firefighters older than probably older than Charlie and that, but that used to go down Thompson Centre and train with my granddad. Yeah. Um and then obviously a lot of people that not knew my dad through working when he used to work the doors and I remember yeah. Pete G- Pete Gaines saying he once got thrown out at Angels for having long hair by my dad. <laughs> 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 his mustache or his hair had long hair got thrown out not letting not let
1: because he had long hair. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, great memories, Matt. Great memories. And you know, your dad was still coming down, you know, the season before last watching watching the games yeah. and everything. You know, it, it, it's such a shame, but but you know you live on through them, and you know we you know they'll always be remembered. And like you said, up at the rugby club, and you know it's fantastic that we can have these memories and keep you know keep remembering them when we you know we have these chats of podcasts and and we chat over at, you know at the club when the club's open again.
2: Yeah,
1: um, is there anything else from anyone else that we want to to, uh, to clear up on, Joe Martin?
0: Um, yeah. So in 2011. And twelve, um, Matt had obviously played second team for a very long period of time, uh, and we were obviously going on to win the league and the double. Uh, and Matt made um, made some uh, cameo appearances uh, in those two years, um, and Francois still talks about them to this day. When we're coaching the APP and stuff like that, he still makes reference to Matt Marquis coming in in those two years and saying he wasn't bothered about. Whether he batted or bowled, he just gave his all to make sure that we won the game. And that whether that were through his fielding or just um, how we were talking to different players and stuff, we were all we were all really young still. Um, yeah. and again that had a real sort of um, profound effect on on the team. The fact that he was willing to come he was willing to, to do that, even when he was bowling fourteen overs a week in the seconds. Uh, yes. Still coming up and doing it made a massive, made a massive difference to that year.
1: Definitely. Yeah. It's like we were saying, Joe, at the start, you know, you know, an out and out club man. You know, that's what and that's what Low Race is full of, and it's fantastic to hear that. Cheers, thanks very much, Joe. Uh, uh,
0: just remember- on the, sorry, uh, Jess, just oh, to kind oh, of finish that bit off. I think it kind of speaks volumes, and it's something that Matt should be proud of. The fact that nearly ten years later. Um, Francois still talks about it now. Yeah, <laughs> I love that.
2: Francois being absolutely bonkers as well, though, isn't it? <laughs> the amount of
0: times over those, over those three years when he was pro. Uh, obviously, I don't drink, but I would often say, yeah, I'll, work, I'll stay and work the bar. And there were you, Francois and Gav, <laughs> just staying yeah. on a Sunday until very, very late. And I, kept, and I kept putting you know, one night uh, I was saying Francois I've got to go home I'm extremely tired and I kept putting the shutters up and they kept taking them back down <laughs> keep serving them
2: there. <laughs> I think just to, just what you touched on there about then ones like 2011, 2012 I think probably the same for Stanley as well it's, is that like he's getting the opportunity it's not about that it's because we've always been at one club and I think first and foremost and I know I speak for myself but for Stanley as well we're all right as fans aren't we Stanley? And yeah, yeah. getting the opportunity to be part of it is fantastic because a lot of people that go down and watch that never ever get that opportunity. And I'm sure they'd give a lot to be able to do that, even just for one game. So it's it's enjoyable being able to do it whatever game, whatever game yeah, you're doing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're here, yeah. yeah. Um Dooch is there anything you want to bring up before we conclude the uh, this podcast? No, I, think, I think that's a great way to end that. Yeah. Yeah. St- Stanny? No, I'm good, Jess, thank you. Brilliant. Right, Mark, thanks ever so much for coming on. Um, the investigation is still going on into, uh, into Selection Boxgate, and I have got some new evidence that I am going to produce in the near future, including some new witnesses. So, you know, okay. you can you can say no comment or I didn't do it all you want, but it will go against you. You do know. Can I just, can I just question something as a, as a layperson? New witnesses oh, a lay
2: person, person who was present at the time. <laughs> but,
5: but new witnesses twenty three years later, Jez. Correct. I'm not happy with that. Rest well, the well, oh, well,
1: there we go. I think that implies well, something advances there, Jez, doesn't that it? That
2: speaks volumes as
1: well, doesn't it? Yes, yeah, it does. Volumes. I think we might be looking towards a conspiracy as opposed to individual charges. The way this is going. I'm uh, concerned, Jez. If there's
5: DNA evidence, I am. Gravely concerned because that collection box came home in my bag. Oh! <laughs> it, it it might have some some of my skid marks or something on the side of it. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> oh
4: he,
1: wrapped, he wrapped it in his dazzle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, brilliant. That's uh, that's a great podcast, lads. Um, thanks ever so much for all your contributions. Everyone who's been on. Um, for the supporters, we'll we'll try to get the podcast out as quickly as we can. We're all doing our best to to edit them and get them produced, and then get them to Adam, and then he can send them out. But again, you know, when this comes out, hopefully in the next, you know, before anywhere near the season starts, keep supporting the club, keep coming down, and uh, and, and thanks very much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and like it and comment in if you need to. Thanks very much, everyone.
0: Say the hunt!